We are live on a Monday. It is Sports Key to Wrestling top story of the day after a very controversial, very divisive WWE Extreme Rules in Ohio. Ohio is for lovers, and apparently Ohio is for wrestling as well. I'm Kev Kellum in Chicago, Jeremy in Nebraska, but more importantly, the man in the valley there is one, Mr. Rick Uccino in the Nasty Natty Skyline Chili is filled his belly and wrestling will be in front of his face for the second night in a row. Rick, you join us live from Cincinnati, Ohio tonight, Monday Night Raw. It's a big one. We'll get into all of it today on Top Story. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. What's up, everybody? Sports Gear Wrestling, top story of the day. Diehards, if you're with us, go ahead and hit that like button. Go ahead and share the link so you don't stink in all your wrestling fan pages. Big news today on the Royal Rumble. A huge announcement by WWE. One of the biggest events they've ever ran in terms of the presentation for the Royal Rumble. We'll get into that. Big news on Alexa Bliss following last night's pay-per-view. The backlash to it, which I think is kind of overstated, but that's a whole other issue. Uh, but let's get more into the man who's on the ground before it gets too loud and crazy in Cincinnati. Uh, Rick Uccino, tonight we got ourselves a pretty big Monday Night Raw. Yeah, we're going to get three title matches tonight. Uh, it sounds like Biggie and Bobby Lashley are going to open up the show tonight at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Charlotte Flair is announced she is uh, giving an open challenge tonight following her uh, victory over Alexa Bliss at Extreme Rules. And following Extreme Rules, where we didn't get a whole lot of said rules, Sheamus is going to challenge for the United States Championship against Damian Priest tonight in a match that has been deemed no disqualification. So the Extreme Rules following the night after Extreme Rules. Makes complete sense. Yes, totally. It's just funny. It's just Wait, funny is what it is. Also, did did uh, did Jeremy and I not plan wearing NXT t-shirts tonight? So there we go. We didn't that plan was, that. That was not planned. No, it was I, not planned. I'm rocking the uh, Alexa Bliss, Bray Wyatt tonight after uh, uh, rocking the man last night. We, we have some Alexa Bliss news to get into last night after yeah. her doll was ripped apart by a, a, a clean loss to Charlotte Flair. Uh, we'll get into that. Uh, we'll talk about all of this here. Uh, now, Rick, uh, St. Louis, Missouri. That's a drive. It's a drive from Ohio. It's a drive for me, but it's not too far of a drive. No, nope. it's not too far away for you to get on a plane ride. It's in the middle of the country. It is not what you would call a prime market in terms of live entertainment, but they have a stadium and they want to run events in it. The Dome of the America Center, uh, excuse me, the Dome at the America Center is going to be running Royal Rumble coming up here at the end of January. This is a 66,000 capacity venue for football. So you're looking at an event that's going to hold excess of 70,000 people. So this could be one of the biggest events they've ever ran at that venue uh, in St. Louis. Uh, you have those media markets that will flip over backwards to get a WWE event. You saw this in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, they really rolled the red carpet out for WWE in terms of tax breaks, in terms of different yep. things they can do here. And obviously, uh, Jeremy, this is the Royal Rumble. This is going to be a weekend-long event. Yeah. Uh, you know, six-hour drive for me. I was almost thinking about going to full gear when it was uh, still going to be in St. Louis. Uh, maybe go to – I don't know. I've been to the Rumble already. I went to the one in Phoenix uh, when they were at the baseball stadium there. But um, uh, pretty interesting to see, uh, you know, this you know continue to be in a large-scale uh, venue, kind of, uh, you know, obviously skipping the pandemic. Uh, but you know, continuing the tradition of having this in baseball stadiums and and and, and sporting stadiums itself, uh, pretty cool to see the Royal Rumble uh, kind of be in a, a bigger venue as it is. It is one of the big four pay per views. Rick, you guys take uh, uh, Rick. You're taking here. I mean, you know the sports world. You covered very closely ESPN. 1530 in Cincinnati, Ohio. This is a big bet by WWE, but I think it's a it's a fairly safe one at the same time. 
Yeah, and this uh, this also follows news today uh, from Sean Ross at Fifle.com that WWE is looking at doing, you know, upwards of eight uh, stadium tours or stadium shows uh, in the coming year. So this is just adding on to that. But you guys kind of buried the lead on this one. Royal Rumble's happening on a Saturday. Yeah, that was my Saturday? next point. Saturday? I have I have that in my notes. I didn't mean to bury the lead on that. Oh, that was no, my no, next point. I know that's the big news to me. Like I woke up this morning. I woke up a little late. I got in from Columbus at like 1 a.m. last night, so I, I slept in a little bit. Took the day off work. Uh, but uh, yeah, I woke up to the news that it was going to be on Saturday in St. Louis, and I immediately was like, "Yep, I'm gonna be there." Uh, I have never been uh, to a Royal Rumble. It's my favorite event on a Saturday night. This just makes a ton of sense from a fan standpoint. It allows people to get that day to, to recoup, travel back home so they can you know, start off their work re- work week right. Uh, I love me some Saturday pay-per-views, man. Let's yeah. uh, let's effing go. Love yeah. It. Yeah, when I was in uh when I went to the one in Phoenix, we were right uh we were right above the dugout where they entered. So uh, we're still a few rows back, but literally right before, right right above the dugout there where they entered. So we got to see the, the backside of them as they come out to the arena. By the way, by the way, if WWE is doing stadium tours, right, I would like to go ahead and make my pitch. Uh, Paul Brown Stadium or beautiful Great American Ballpark right along the river there. Uh, let's get this done. It has been since 2006 since y'all had a pay-per-view in Cincinnati. Let's get it going i don't care what it is i'll I'll pitch rules i don't give a damn i'll pitch some places i think that would be great for it you brought up baseball stadiums uh wwe's talked about doing a summer slam at a baseball stadium for a few years now um i I don't know anyone who can confirm it but some people have winked at me that there are some venues in chicago that have some very friendly confines that have been approached about the concept Uh, named Uh, after a gum chicago you guys get everything uh stop it nebraska we don't get anything Hey, uh, well, hey, well, you're, hey, you're hey, in the middle. You're a flyover state. Sorry, if, Jeremy. If Great American uh, Ballpark, if Great American Ballpark can host McCartney, damn it, we can host WWE. All right, let's get it. <laughs> hey, done. we just hosted Garth Brooks at Memorial Stadium. So. True, true. But I also think it'd be crazy if they went to uh, uh, in Omaha, Nebraska, or they went to you know a place they haven't been to yet. Um, yeah. But it, it would certainly be intriguing. I do think they're going to stick to destinations uh, uh, for, for most of these stadium shows. And it will be the big ones. It'll be big pay-per-views. We do Money in the Bank, we know, is set to be, once again, back in Vegas and, and the home of the Raiders, a big football stadium. Yeah. Uh, and it's, do you have the venues? Do you have the right Do you have the right city to work with on it? Because now you're talking about running some WrestleMania-scale stuff. Maybe not the same scale in terms of marketing and the whole talent crew is there the whole week and everything like that. But you're talking about moving real tickets and trying to get people to pay more money for the show. So you got to provide shows and attractions that people want to see, you know. Yep. Uh, what, what's the house looking like tonight here in Cincinnati? Seems like we're going to have a big one. You're, you're there early. Yeah, I'm, I'm here early. I'd say we're about a quarter full already. Okay. The doors just opened about 20 minutes ago. So. Oh, yeah, that's early. You're, yeah, you're, yeah. you're you're an hour and a half before bell time. They didn't even take yeah, it. I got in to check out the merch stand, uh, grab a couple conies. Uh, I'm, I'm ready to go. Belly's full. I'm, I'm ready to watch. Uh, maybe we'll see, by the way, tonight, guys, maybe we will see the debut of Keith Bearcat Lee on television. If you're going to nickname somebody Bearcat, there's no right. better place <laughs> to debut them than here in the Queen City. Maybe, well, uh, maybe well, uh, I, I do believe you are a homer, Rick. I believe the a little bit. You are. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe he comes out after that first match of the evening. Maybe I'd love it. Bring it on. It'd be something else. Uh, certainly, it'll be interesting. Uh, you know, 
WWE trending with Extreme Rules well into the early uh, morning hours, which is always a nice sign. Sometimes good, sometimes bad, but certainly a lot of interest in the show here. Uh, Rick, thanks for the report. We'll check in with you throughout the week, and obviously you oh, and I up, have... Uh... You can't kick me off yet. We got to talk oh, about... you staying, baby? You staying? You rolling? Oh, yeah. He's hey, got something. We got some things to talk about. I didn't, I didn't know, because usually when we have these remote reports, we usually have to cut somebody off before the internet gets too loud or something like that. Well, I don't know. Is there a street crazy. musician that's going to re- interrupt you like last night when we did the Extreme Rules post-show? <laughs> Uh, some... You might hear some woo chants, but that's not... <laughs> all right. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk Alexa Bliss here, Jeremy. Give me the latest yeah. on her. Uh, she she was not successful last night. Ohio's own Columbus's own looks like she's going to be on the shelf here for a bit. Yeah. Uh, Wrestling Inc. is reporting that Bliss is set to take some time off of television. It is unclear when she will disappear from TV, so she could uh, show up at tonight's Raw. Uh, it, it, that is uh, un, unknown at this time. Nothing confirmed if she's going to be on Raw or not. Uh, but the report does say that Bliss is expected to be gone at least a few months, uh, probably maybe coinciding with a wedding with Mr. Uh, Ryan Cabrera, maybe, uh, is my guess. Uh, she's probably taking time off for that. Of course, uh, Extreme Rules last night. Uh, at the end of that match, after Flair was victorious, she rips up the, lo- the Lily doll. So a lot of people thought that they were going to continue that feud but according to Wrestling Inc., it sounds like that it's not. Uh, it, that's probably not going to continue uh, on there. You know, a lot of people were um, speculating after Charlotte had ripped up the doll if she was going to possibly change her gimmick or change her role. What do you think about that, Rick? Oh, I'm so happy you asked me that. <laughs> I can't believe how many people I'm seeing on the internet who are sitting there going, "God, I hope Alexa Bliss goes back to what she was doing." She needs a change of a gimmick. This just isn't working. Pardon my French, but bullshit. (laughs) More over than she has ever been. She is turning out merchandise hand over fist. They're selling out those Lily dolls. Why on God's green earth, unless it was Alexa Bliss's, you know, choice to, to separate herself from this character following the release of Bray Wyatt, unless she requested it for some other reason, from what I see, she's having a ball playing this character. The fans love it. Lily is over. And there's just a lot of old dudes who are sitting there going, not my wrestling. Gimmick. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Well, and, and dudes, let me be specific about that, Rick. Dudes, if you go and talk to young women of a certain age, their list of their favorite wrestlers is completely different. And Alexa Bliss sometimes is on that list. Yeah. And, you know, I, I look, man. You cannot like something. I get it. But it's like, let's do we really want Alexa Bliss to just go back to that to that bratty girl who just turned her back on everybody and just, you know, like, let's not act like there was layers to Alexa Bliss's character before. She has gotten to show off her acting chops now. Again, she's well over with the fans. I find her way more intriguing in this role. If they want to tweak it a little bit, that's fine. But I think, you know, if she's got to take some time off for personal reasons, that that's great. But give me spooky Alexa all day, every day. Let's just have, let's just do the whole Bray Wyatt shtick, right? Where this this crap is falling down around Charlotte for months and is just distracting Charlotte. Like something, some kind of a a, a ghostly figure is just stalking Charlotte for three or four months until Alexa Bliss comes back. That's how I would play this because as much as some people just don't want to accept it or don't want to admit it, this gimmick is working. It is over with the live audience. So no, there's no need to change it unless uh, for up. Other circumstances, Alexa has requested to do so. Yeah. We got other people watching who are at the show tonight in Cincy. So, what up, Rob? There you go, Go, Rob. Go find Rick in the arena. Go find him. 132. 
<laughs> get on, uh, you can get on the show if you hurry up. <laughs> uh, and let, let it let us know what you guys thought of last night's Extreme Rules. That big post show we have is up there. Uh, uh, Jeremy, you and I enjoyed it. I I, I liked the majority of it. There were some weird things. Now, obviously, that ending was kind of like sucked the air out of the room a little bit. But I think the idea of it is to build on something. Though yeah. uh, wrestling media has tried to lambast it and and embrace the thing as as WWE's version of their own exploding barbed wire death match botch. I don't think that's the case. No, I don't think it's that. But no. the general consensus was that most people weren't happy with that ending. I think a lot of people were on. Un- they, they were surprised with Balor going into God mode and thought that was going to be the perfect way to end the match. And then when it ended like it did, I, it was universally hated on because they thought they should. They thought that Balor should have just won it with that big comeback because that was such a it was such a great moment. So get in there, Rick. Yeah, uh, let me just say, as somebody who was there in person, the ending came off much, much better uh, in the live audience. We didn't have to deal with the, you know, the, the camera issues like uh, you got to talk about. You couldn't see uh, Balor in the smoke or in the red, uh, in the red lighting or anything like that. We didn't have those kind of issues. And we, I know me personally, I was so caught up in the moment with with Balor just going full, you know, demon, and the music was blaring. I got so caught up. Then, like, I didn't even stop to think why the rope snapped. Like, I was just, at that point, I was in the show, and I was just going, oh, crap, is Finn okay? You know, what yeah. the hell just happened? Was was that supposed to happen? Like, nothing, like, really kind of popped in my head about it being a bad ending because we were we were all in the moment, at least yeah. me speaking personally. It wasn't until afterwards that I got online and everybody was, you know, talking their, their crap online that I'm like, yeah, okay, that does – yeah, I guess, I guess I can see what they're saying, but from my standpoint, it came off a lot better in the live show. After you had uh, after you had left the post show last night, I had hypothesized that maybe this is a setup for maybe somebody like Karrion Cross. Maybe Karrion Cross was behind this, and he sets he now starts a, a feud with Finn Balor. Anything could happen because you guys, you know what? The draft is Friday, so that's what I would kind of like to see tonight. Is just all hell breaking loose. Like, give me some SmackDown superstars. Charlotte yeah. Flair. Charlotte Flair has that open challenge tonight. Let's get nuts. Give me Liv Morgan. Right? Hell not. She yeah. was so damn over last night and got a big win and a hell of a match. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's just give her a shot against Charlotte again and see how she does. Uh, maybe in the main event tonight. Let's see how the Cincinnati crowd likes Liv Morgan. I yeah. There are there are a lot of reports uh, coming out that uh, that going forward tonight and uh, tonight and obviously tonight I guess is the last night before the draft that there are going to be a lot of SmackDown stars on Raw. So it makes uh, sense. It mm-hmm. makes sense. The draft is done. These rosters are relatively going to be shaken up. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't say completely, but the, I don't mind that that breaking away from that, like the old quarterly someone can come over type thing. They do it before WrestleMania. It makes sense. Just open the floodgates tonight, right before the draft. Just open the floodgates, and, then, let, and, have... and then for a few months, let them settle back into a, fl- a format, and then we can see them yep. interact again at the Rumble. It makes complete hey, sense. Hey, uh, you yep. know, guys, if uh, if if Biggie and Lashley are going to open the show tonight, they do need a major main event. So, and what did is... they do last week? Open with a major show, and then announce a major main event yeah, that keeps you so... hooked. What if they just had a certain man come around and answer that open challenge against Charlotte? Eh. Eh? Eh? Becky what? two belts? Maybe. Becky, Becky two belts? We Big talked context. about somebody maybe. Somebody in the chat brought it up last night. Uh, maybe, about, maybe that's wishful thinking on my part, but go ahead. Because we were, we were uh, Kevin and I were talking about who our first round draft pick would be uh, for each show, and I said Roman Reigns on SmackDown and Becky Lynch on Raw, and then somebody in the chat brought up we could make Becky two belts if you bring her over again, you know? 
And it'd be kind of perfect with her persona right now to have two titles and just be that cocky heel. Uh, I think it'd be perfect, actually. Other people chiming in. Michael saying Raw needs the tribal chief. We'll be Fox ain't going to let that happen. We'll we'll see what happens here. Uh, (laughs) Let us know what you think if you're watching all week long. Reminder, uh, we will have special, great second screen experience for you. You'll be watching the draft live. All right, give us a live look at that arena. Yeah, look at that beautiful beautiful arena. Um, uh, We will have a beautiful second screen experience for you during Friday Night SmackDown and during Monday Night Raw. Uh, put us on your phone, put us on, put us on with the show as you're watching it. We will have a ticker. You won't have to go to Twitter. You won't have to go to anything else. Special guests popping up on your phone, on your, on your laptop while you're watching Monday night raw, the ultimate second screen experience Monday and Friday, Friday night for SmackDown Monday night for raw coming up. Uh, we will have a full mock draft. We have a bunch of different content coming up this week leading up to the WWE draft to see how these rosters shake out and uh, maybe how other people can be affected that you may not even see coming. Plus, people who've been drafted by WWE are going to appear on this show. So you don't know what's yeah. going to be happening Friday night during SmackDown, Monday night during Raw, plus all of our, our weekly programming with Vince Russo tonight, the weekly debrief covering AEW and Dynamite, and Friday night we'll cover SmackDown and Rampage tonight with Vince Russo, Friday night with Touch Mantel. A lot of great content coming at you from Sports Kita. So if you haven't done already, go ahead and subscribe. Thank you to the 21,000 plus that have subscribed. We've had over 1,000 new subscribers in just the past few weeks. So thankful yeah. for you guys for that. And uh, uh, also re- on the on the Friday and Monday shows, there's going to be uh, some special guests, some trivia, and uh, giveaways. We're going to have some giveaways as well on both of those shows. And uh, going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, if you're a bitter net, if you're a bitter internet person that just wants to watch hate watch these shows, well, guess what? We got something for you. Uh, and if you're a diehard WWE fan that just wants to enjoy the draft and see how new and fresh and these combinations are going to be, uh, this is the weekend for you. This is going to be something really special. I think this is definitely a weekend for diehard WWE fans. I think so too. So yeah, guys, uh, I'm going to do my best to slick my hair back like Mel Kiper. I'm going to get my, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna get my nice blue suit. Todd, 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 looking clean. Uh, come Friday night, but uh, it is getting a little hard to hear you guys, so I'm gonna let you all do what you do. All right, Rick. Enjoy the show. Enjoy uh, Rick, the uh, show. We gotta give you a follow tonight on, on the Twitter machine. I know you're gonna be tweeting out a lot of cool stuff there too, and uh, give a follow to at SK Wrestling underscore. That's SK Wrestling underscore on Twitter. We'll have a bunch of exclusives from Ohio tonight. Thank you so much, yeah. to Rick, for that. Uh, so yeah, a lot of content coming at you guys as well. I want to jump into some fan reactions here. <laughs> yeah, there we go. The last comment right there. <laughs> Paul, Paul just got it. Is Rick Ocino going to answer the open challenge? Well, I don't know if Rick showed up with his gear tonight. We'll, we'll I don't see know. what happens. Hey, you always bring your gear. You, <laughs> you always be, you're always got to be ready. You always bring your gear. Uh, let, let's, let's get into the other news of the day. We do have uh, some news here about TV ratings as these mm-hmm. become a little bit more interesting. With yeah. Rampage being on the same night as SmackDown, not on at the same time, obviously trying to be pivot programming for All Elite Wrestling on cable to get a lot of wrestling fans that are watching on Friday nights. Uh, SmackDown holding strong, down a little bit, but proving some very impressive numbers for both WWE and AEW coming out of this Friday. What is the latest? Uh, SmackDown, we'll start with SmackDown since they go on Fridays first. Uh, last week's episode, last Friday's episode, the go home for Extreme Rules did 2.135 million viewers. It is down about 100,000 from the week before. Uh, they did pull in a good, strong 0.55 rating in the demo as well. Uh, that demo is also down from 0.58 last week. But of course, SmackDown still far and away the uh, top wrestling viewership show 
in the nation, uh, though they've had uh, a little bit of higher numbers uh, uh, going uh, a little a little bit of higher numbers, a little bit of a spike in August and early September, kind of low, uh, kind of slipping away there a little bit, but not too bad, staying well above two million. Uh, AEW Rampage, a big Grand Slam show. Surprisingly, not as huge of a jump in numbers, maybe because it was a tape show. A lot of people saw the results already. Uh, the average 640,000 viewers, which is about their normal uh, amount for uh, for a Friday night. Of course, they went an hour later into the night. Um, hour one was strong, uh, stronger than normal, 727,000 viewers, but that second hour dipped into 552,000. Uh, one can assume a lot of people tuned in solely for Daniel Bryan and Kenny Omega, which was what led off the hour. Of mm -hmm. course, that was probably smart to lead off that hour anyways, just because you don't know who's going to stick around late at night for the 11 o'clock hour. Well, uh, another thing that, to point about this SmackDown number and Rampage uh, is they both respectively had very good demographic nights. Now, everyone talks about mm -hmm. demos and all those different things, and who's the demo god? Well, <laughs> SmackDown is the demo god this week, well, <laughs> and uh, well, yeah. by, by a significant margin, and I'll explain why here in just a second. Uh, but AEW also doing very well on cable, so you're really competing with what's on network and what's on cable. So yeah. SmackDown ranked number one on the night for the key 18 to 49 de demo on network television. That means it beat out Big Brother on CBS, which was, uh, you know, number two. Uh, and then they're competing with Dateline and NBC and these huge, huge things. Now, Dateline uh, won the night with 3.2 million overall. That's overall viewership. But SmackDown won the demo. So that means they won the most desired audience on network television on a weeknight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, that's That's very good growth. Mm -hmm. uh, as much as people think, oh, it's down a hundred thousand. There's a lot of different factors that play into that too. Mm -hmm. You know, um, are they up against sports? Is there going to be a Friday night football game? There, there, there could be some this season with flex scheduling and stuff like that, right? Uh, uh, maybe there may there'll be some college. Uh, yeah, they'll, they be some, they'll be they'll definitely be some college games. But yeah. you know, with the NFL schedule, they they could they could always change things in the last second. Now, the thing about AEW Rampage that's worth noting is they were number one with the demographic on cable. Mm -hmm. uh, so you have two wrestling shows, number one, respectively, for the demographics on the night. Yeah, now, and one... overall viewership for AEW, that that number is sort of flat, you know. Uh, but the SmackDown number has been peaking up and and staying relatively up. This is the first time it's dipped in a while. They've been above two million viewers for over six weeks now. That's a very good number for wrestling right now in mm -hmm. 2021. Yeah. No. Yeah, it'll. Uh, yeah, it, it's interesting, especially with a uh, rampage being uh, late Friday is never a good time slot. Like I said, they're consistently outperforming Dynamite when it was in that time slot. So now that they're in a regular slot, now and they get the thing about working with Dynamite. Those were one shots. Yeah, those were just like make goods yeah. and just keep the show on TV while you know they're getting bumped here. Yeah, uh, you know, other people saying that 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 number isn't impressive. That six hundred and forty isn't really an impressive number. Uh, but yes, number one for the demo. I think it's really about the demographic lean more than anything. Yeah. Uh, and if you can take but, that show around, <laughs> if you can I take mean, that show around Dynamite with your big stars, that's all right. But I mean, mind you, they had seen Punk wrestle on the show. Yeah, it's you, you say it's not an impressive number, but it I is. mean, that's no, no, the no, number. It, 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 I'm not. Saying yeah. That, I'm I mean, that's the type of. I mean, that's the market. type of numbers that like the Bella, the Bella, the, yeah. the total Bellas is getting a Miz and Misses. I mean, those are 
Uh, those, those are getting uh, rampage is getting better numbers than those guys are because like total Bellas is really kind of falling off a cliff on ratings the last couple of years. Kind of surprised it's still on TV to be honest, but uh, you know, it's probably still uh, drawing better than what they would uh, E would normally have in that slot anyways. So uh, um, I think the thing to say about this is when everyone says that AEW is toppling WWE, it's just like, look at this guys. Like yeah. you just look, I mean, just look at it. The numbers just don't lie they don't tell you that i mean maybe you could talk about them beating nxt sure but i mean like if you you would not want to have rampage get put in head-to-head with smackdown and no. get moved around with sports or anything that not, you would yeah, not, not want to be in that position at all not especially with it being on network tv no no it, it is not a spot you want to be in no. uh and and i understand why you would want not want to do it I, I i i get why it's a pivot show too i mm-hmm. get why it's like hey let's give tnt a little bit more uh, let's put it where it is. I don't know if it worked. Is it two hour show? Did I mean I could see people getting really tired watching the first yeah, show? Yeah, especially if it, especially those that watch SmackDown. A lot of people were saying it turned out to be a very long night. Especially I bet like guys like Ricuccino and and Sid and and Dutch that, that did their uh, their Smack Talk show after that two hour rampage where normally they do it after the one hour rampage where they before would just do it after SmackDown. So. You know, they essentially did it two hours after they normally had done it before Rampage existed. Uh, question here um, from Steve. He goes, do you guys see Rampage going two hours more often? Not often. I, I wouldn't do it a lot. If it know? was on, a th- if they switched it over to Thursday, maybe, or or Tuesday. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's just a lot of wrestling right now. Or I mean, the try, weekends. Trying to do... Trying to be a main uh, a main company doing a one hour show is a smart call in yeah. today's. I TV. mean, if they did the old TBS thing, or maybe they do a third show and they do the old TBS thing five oh five on Saturdays, like the old school days. Uh, th- that's another time slot they could uh, they could maybe look at. But uh, I think Tony's pretty much set on keeping rampage. I, I at wouldn't an hour. do that. There's too many sports in that. Yeah, I think sports. Tony's pretty set on the one hour though for yeah. rampage. And you have pay-per-views on Saturdays and stuff like that too. And yeah, you know, if you but had if you, five, you're getting the jump on a lot of that. And there's also a, that lull in college football where a lot of those afternoon games are done before done by the four, night. start up again by the night. Yeah. yeah. So there is that kind of lull that they could maybe sneak into. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think. Uh, I think Tony Khan's pretty dead set against. Uh, against Bitty boy bitty bit bit million texting and saying what did you guys think of extreme rules well you can check out our review episode it is up now on our podcast channel if you haven't done that already go ahead and subscribe on apple and spotify all your different podcast apps of course as well as facebook watch and youtube um a lot of interviews we have Liv morgan up there kofi kingston a lot of exclusives i just got off the phone before you and i started we, were, we wanted to go later but i was getting uh, messages flurry of messages some interviews coming down the pike, which are business. Be really, really cool. A lot yeah. of business. Booking some business. Uh, so that was that was pretty sweet to uh, check in with here. Uh, and uh, so other people asking this question, should AEW have a studio show? Well, technically they do. Yeah. Dark, <laughs> the, dark yeah, is now a studio show. Yeah. Dark and Dark Elevation are technically now studio shows, which I think is a smart thing to do. Did they do that with Elevation too? I couldn't remember. Um, well, they 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 had to tape everything in Dynamite at one point in a gym when they couldn't run in Florida. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they had all that different stuff here. So it's it's worth talking about here. Uh, plenty of news to cover throughout the day. Uh, you, of course, you should be going to sportskita.com for all of it. If you haven't done it already, go and download the Sportskita app. Available on Google Play and Apple. We also have the SK Wrestling app if you're looking for something just wrestling specific. Uh, so definitely go get that. The number one personalized sports app. 
So try and go go get it. It's gonna you you won't be you won't be dissatisfied with that at all. Uh, Jeremy, I know you're busy with your podcast game, bud. Yes, sir. Uh, Lost in the Midcard. We just hit our 300th episode last week. Did our first live show. So if you want to check that out, uh, we're on YouTube. Uh, just search for Lost in the Midcard and uh, give us a subscribe there, please. Uh, we're also there in podcast form. Uh, if you search for Lost in the Midcard and hit the new feed, uh, that'll be our, our podcast, uh, our new feed for the podcast, which drops on Thursday. Uh, we are going to do, uh, we're gonna, we loved it so much last week. Uh, we're going to do another live show this Wednesday after dynamite lot to cover lot to enjoy uh hope you guys are enjoying the channel we have a lot coming at you here in the next couple weeks here uh, i will be live and active on pay-per-view this friday aaw pro defining moment a lot of great talent signed for this show it'll be live worldwide on fight.tv that's f-i-t-e the same app you get a lot of aew pay-per-views on you can see aaw on go to aawpro.com check out our show alive our weekly show i do all the backstage interviewing and presentation back there uh, very very exciting time for independent wrestling as well pwg had malachi black and brody king when their tag belts recently so that was kind of crazy a lot of fun stuff here. Uh, so definitely here. Yeah, I'll jump in this question. You want to jump in a crazy question, even though we just did our plugs and we're signing off? Yeah. I saw, I saw this question. This is a wild one. Which what a one? wild question. Which one? Vinish, oh, there it is. Vinish, Edge, Perswat. So he goes, in your opinion, my just our opinion, not Sports Keeps' opinion. In the next five years, do you think AEW will surpass WWE as the number one company in the world? Well, it depends on what you mean by number one. Yeah. Uh, revenue no <laughs> it's no. not even going to be close uh you got a company that is a uh, worldwide branded with global partnership and uh major partnership uh now if you're talking about viewership maybe uh you know I, I, it, it's interesting to see because there, there's been a lot of uh growth already that that aew has had in in the short amount of time that they've uh, they've had so if you're talking about television ratings on a regular basis possibly as a company no uh, you, this is WWE signed two, three, three separate billion dollar TV deals yeah. in three years. They signed those deals. Uh, they have the entire video library of every major televised promotion up until a few years ago, with the exception of a few, you know, with the exception of new Japan, ROH and, um, impact. Right. So they, they own legacy in the biggest ways they own the entire wrestling catalog of the rock think of how many people see the rock in a movie and think oh wow i'd love to watch the rock wrestle yeah just <clears> think <throat> of that concept step away from wwe and then think i i just watched the rock and insert big blockbuster movie he's in fast and the furious right and i i haven't watched wrestling in a while i want to watch the rock wrestle how do i do that I have to get Peacock and I have to get the WWE Network and I have to go watch his stuff, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, that having that and then having that with John Cena, having that with Austin, having that with Hulk Hogan, having that with Ric Flair, say whatever you will, right? About people's names and legacies, right? Mm -hmm. That means a lot. And now, if you're younger and you're 25, you say, like, well, that doesn't mean anything to me. I'm younger and I'm 25. It means something to people that are significantly older than you and, and have money to spend on things like those. All right. And then as you get older, who are the wrestlers that you consider your Hulk Hogan's, Randy Orton's, John Cena's, yep. your Charlotte Flair's, what have you, Seth Rollins, right? Where are you going to watch their matches? You're going to watch them on WWE. When they have that much of a war chest of content, money, resources, brand awareness, 
They know how to do pro wrestling, despite you getting mad that they're the worst pro wrestling company. Guess what, guys? Disney's the number one in- entertainment company in the world for animation. And then how to make that animation mean something. You can be Universal Studios, but people are still going to want to go to Disney World. All right? And it's okay if you want to go to Universal Studios. And I bet Universal Studios, the other theme park in Orlando, is putting on a great show. And think of what WWE's going to do, uh, AEW's going to do next, right? If WWE's Disney, AEW's Universal Studios, they got a real competitor. It's going to light some fire under WWE's ass, and they're going to do some fun things. My thing is, I think people are rooting for WWE to go down. This is not me being a WWE apologist. This is not me being anti-AEW. Jeremy, you know where I stand on this. There are people that look at headlines and just say, what's the meanest, crappiest, misconstrued, <laughs> awful, meme, troll, ha-ha, butt-hurt thing that we can write about WWE? How how quickly can we get Vince's face like this uh, uh, on something and, 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 and like label it a certain way? And I'll even say I've, I've seen I've seen some stuff from our uh, our outlet that does that too. That's no shot, but I'm just saying that's the conversation, that's the culture, right? It's, yeah, is ball busting and all that different stuff. It's natural. It's natural, right? It happens Vince, in the chat all the Vince time. Fears Tony, <laughs> right? I saw I saw the mask, right? Vince fears Tony. I saw the the signs and stuff like that. That happened like crazy during the Monday Night Wars. But how Vince. did the Monday Night Wars end? Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, and, and and when is Vince McMahon at his best? Yeah, that happened. Uh, what was it? Uh, Bischoff said that in an interview recently or on Twitter recently. He's at his best when uh, uh, he's got to you know, play catch up or, or answer or, you know, and exactly uh, kind of what had uh, what AEW did last week uh, with uh, the major things that they did on the Grand Slam shows. I, we already did our sign-offs, but we're getting good questions, and I don't want to like leave <laughs> people hanging, right? Yeah, we got forty minutes till raw, man. We got time. <laughs> we got time. We got time. This is me paying off the people that live with us every day. If you live with us all the time, like we're not even a Twitch channel or Patreon. I, I don't mind doing this, Mister James Espanto Fernando, who's been with me for years. James, I, I need to buy you beers, multiple beers. All right, James asked, "Big cup." Good old JB. I like he makes you good old JB. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite finisher of all time? And what would you call your finisher if you, if 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 you used it? <laughs> I love when we get like little boy wrestling when we say what our favorite moves are. I think whenever you're a rest, you're a little boy wrestler fan, you, you you start to focus on moves a lot. Yeah. Well, being uh being in college when the attitude era happened, uh my favorite finisher of all time is definitely the Stone Cold Stunner. I'm right there with you. Oh, God. I'm right uh, there with you. I'm yeah, right I mean, there with you, dude. I'm right I mean, you. you see an arena full of 20,000 people popping as hard, you know, for that one move. You think the pops for the RKO are loud. Man, go back to the Attitude Era when Austin would drop a stunner uh, and, and the place would just erupt. And, and uh, you know, probably because of my age, maybe that's where I'm thinking. Sure. Uh, just because it was the Attitude Era. I was in college back then. So it, it was... Uh, uh, that'd have to be my favorite one. Uh, Eric Texan says, "Perfect plex, hands down." That was a great move. I agree. Perfect. Um, I think my I, I'm going to go with you on the stunners because it's yeah. explosive and it, yeah. it's just uh, an exciting uh, move to see. Like you can do it quick and fast, and it looks 
it looks a lot more violent than it actually is. Uh, so there's part of me as, as I've gotten to work in wrestling and well, around wrestlers and see the, on, when the adrenaline comes down and the pain settles in. I always think like, please don't kill yourself. If like, you uh, if you hear Stone Cold talk uh, on his uh, podcast, you, it, there's been many a times where he, it's been painful because he's kicked the guy in the balls. Setting well, up the stunner for him, and then also never do it on cement. I believe is, is his thing. Yeah. He's like, I'm never ever doing that on cement. <laughs> Painful for the other guy because when he's setting it up with a boot, sometimes he catches them in the old junk. <laughs> uh, Victor Nash wants to know this may not age well, but Vic, yeah, we'll get this in our predictions on who's winning the WWE title tonight. Biggie's not le- losing this draft. God, I hope uh, not. I, I this is a this is television, so this isn't pay per view. Shenanigans, yeah. shenanigans, shenanigans, shenanigans. People are going to get involved. People remember win, you know. the end of the match last night little, uh, little oh little. the end of the pay-per-view had shenanigans for no, sure. no 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 the six man the end of the six man last night a little bit of, a little bit of a tiff a little bit of a, a little bit of an animosity between teammates last night with uh lashley and aj styles oh you think aj gets involved i think so mm-hmm. i i think so but i'm oh my god there will be a revolt on the internet if lashley wins if Biggie gets that, if he gets the title taken off him tonight, there will be a revolt. Lots of angry people. I don't want. I don't want to take a comment that talks about another wrestling channel, but I'll, I'll just say I don't have any beef with anybody. So how about that? Uh, and uh, yeah, that'll do it for us, guys. Uh, I, oh, I appreciate the Tim, questions. Tim, no, we did not plan that at all. He lives in Chicago. I live in Lincoln, Nebraska. Are you we talking about the NXT t-shirts? <laughs> we did not plan the NXT shirts at here, all. Here, here, to sign off, we got to show off our shirts. <laughs> all right, guys, we have matching t-shirts, and our moms are going to pick us up at the at the subway <laughs> after we go to the wrestling show. Can I have some ice cream? <laughs> Can I have twenty dollars? <laughs> Twenty dollars, geez. Where are you gonna go? It was back in the day. What are you talking about? What is this? Nineties? 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 Playoffs? Um, Thank you guys so much for checking out the show. As always, we're here late afternoons for Sports Kita all the time. Later on tonight, check out Vince Russo, bro. Bro. After Monday Night Raw with Legion of Raw, we have that big draft special coming up. We just have so much stuff. I know. Yes, sir. Maybe, maybe, maybe too much stuff. But when when you're following all this wrestling. All right. And you're getting all worked up about whether or not they're going to do your fantasy booking. Remember, do the most important thing when watching wrestling. Say it with me. Say it out loud. Put your thumb on that screen on that on that phone before you swipe left and say this out loud. What's that, Jeremy? Enjoy wrestling. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Sip. Sip a sip of the Coke. Zero. One bear. Man. Two bears. Three beers. Yeah. Hey, thanks for checking out this podcast from Sports Kita Wrestling. Check out the rest of our audio offerings, including episodes of Legion of Raw with Vince Russo every Monday night into Tuesday, Smack Talk with Dutch Mantel every Friday into Saturday, and content nearly six days a week, including pay-per-view post shows. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast app of your choice. Also, check out all these shows in our video versions on YouTube and Facebook Watch.